0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR.
1: So it would appear as though city council is uh, in a spending mood, which might be a risky venture. I, I think the uh, Olympic plebiscite results uh, back in uh, in the fall suggest that uh, maybe Calgarians are, are expecting politicians to to watch the money they're spending, to be a little more careful with the money they're spending, or if they're going to invest in a project, to make sure that there's a clear plan for how it's going to be paid for. The city's facing a bit of a financial crunch at the moment. Uh, and as much as people might like the idea of major new projects, is it fiscally responsible to undertake them at this moment? Now, there's a lot that's uh, on the city's wish list, a new arena, Overhauling BMO Center, overhauling Arts Commons, building a new field house. Maybe the city is going to have to be choosy with which of those projects it pursues. But that was not the prevailing sentiment last night. In an 11 to 4 vote, City Council has approved moving forward on a draft proposal that will build all of these projects. At least $1.5 billion in new spending to build a new arena in Victoria Park, to expand the BMO Center, to expand Arts Commons, and to finally build a new multi-sport field house. A lot of questions, though. Where's this money going to come from? How are we going to pay for all of this? And what's going to be the impact on the city when it comes to any other priorities? There are a lot of questions. Much of this conversation was happening behind closed doors yesterday. And for now, there is going to be a lot of secrecy, especially around the elements of this arena framework. What's the arena going to cost? What kind of a contribution might there be from the Calgary Flames? What kind of an arrangement might there be between the city and the Flames? So there's a ways to go on that. But for now, I guess the city taxpayers, we're going to put the bill for all of this, are in the dark. One of the no votes last night, there were four no votes. One of them was Ward 8 City Councilor Evan Woolley. He's got a lot of concern about the amount of money we're talking about here, uh, suggesting that it is not fiscally responsible to proceed on all of these projects right now. Now, joining us to talk about what was decided last night, where this all goes from here, very pleased to welcome to the program the aforementioned Ward 8 City Councilor Evan Woolley. Councilor, thanks for joining us here today. Thanks for having me, Rob. Okay, so, I mean, what, what can you tell us at this point about how far along we are, and, and I guess, you know, where, where the money is supposed to come from for these projects?
0: Yeah, so Council made uh, a significant decision yesterday that obviously uh, I didn't support and left me really worried. Um, we have four major projects that we want to undertake. Uh, the arena, the convention center, uh, big renovation to arts Commons, and a new field house. I want to do all these projects. I would love to do all of these projects, but um, in my opinion, we absolutely cannot do that in a fiscally responsible way. Our chief financial officer uh, gave us the advice that she would be comfortable with one, and despite that, council made a decision um, to move forward, which is which is I respect, but uh, I remain very concerned about.
1: Well, and it, it sounded as though it was initially a discussion about one of those, specifically the idea of a new arena in Victoria Park. So how did the conversation get from one of these ideas to all four of these ideas?
0: Well, you know, I think it's a, it's one of those, uh, we want to have our cake and eat it too. And so some members of council would like a new arena, some would like a new field house. And uh, I think what's kind of happened is is that we've decided... Uh, or the decision was made that we can try and have all of them. That is problematic for a number of reasons. Um, One, we don't know the operating implications. Um, We are taking a massive, massive pot of money, pulling it out and putting it into a separate account, and I'm not able uh, at this time to talk about it. I've made a motion to to allow us to talk about it uh, in mid-March, but uh, it eats up. Our total financial capacity in in, in well not total but are a very huge chunk of our financial capacity and our liquidity, which is really really important to our credit rating and to a number of other things.
1: Well, but I mean, you, you touch on it where there's still a, a lot of details that haven't been disclosed publicly yet, and maybe just on on paper, perhaps people might like the idea of one or some or all of these projects, but. You know, the devil is in the details. Where's the money going to come from? How are we going to pay for all of these? What are the implications uh, of making these the big four priorities? What, what do you say to people who who have these well, questions?
0: Well, and that, and that's my and I mean that was my that was my argument. I mean, many of these projects are not going to be ready for years. And so if we are really wanting to use up some of our, I mean, the, uh, some of our financial capacity or some of the money that we have in our reserve accounts to get that money working, uh, working for Calgarians and get Calgarians working, there's opportunities to do that. But for us to take this pot of money, uh, and put it, uh, aside for projects that we know Will not be ready uh, to come uh, to come to pass or to get shovels in the ground on for years. Um, uh, that's problematic. Remember that some of that money that we have in reserve pays interest to us, and that interest supports the operating uh, our operating budget. And so, with that interest money gone, what are the implications to our tax base? And a lot of those questions remain unanswered. And I think Calgarians uh, should be asking about.
1: Okay, with regard to the arena, there, there's obviously then the potential for a, a partnership with the Calgary Flames and then perhaps a cost-sharing arrangement with the Calgary Flames. So where, where does this idea, this specific idea, go from here in terms of now beginning conversations with the team?
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a born and raised Calgarian. Uh, I'm a lifelong Flames fan, and, and there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that we, knew we need a new arena. Um, at what cost? And I think uh, Council approved a negotiating framework. Uh, It's different from the third-a-third-a-third deal that we had on the table before. Um, But I, 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 you know, at this time wasn't comfortable with supporting um, that basis of that negotiating framework because I just thought it was a little too generous. Um, You know, I've had some basic principles that I've always gone with, which is we need a new arena. Um, if there's, if this is to be a true partnership, we need to have a definable return on any public investment. Uh, if, if the Flames were going to own the building, they should pay rent. If we were going to own the building, they should pay property taxes and that any public money must have public benefit. And, um, and we must define what that public benefit is. And so, you know, we've sent them away. I think we need to have a tough negotiation to get the best deal as possible. But, um, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't supportive of, of it, uh, last night, maybe, uh I'll, I'll have a look at what they come back with. And maybe if it's something that we can afford and it's a fair deal, maybe I'll support it. But I just wasn't able to at this time.
1: So is the plan then to to sit down with the Flames to try to negotiate something and then to to share the results of that with the public is is the intent here to to avoid disclosing things prior to negotiation?
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's one of the motions I had. Um, I was concerned that the event center committee didn't have any public engagement in their own work plan, and so I moved uh, some recommendations that will get us uh, talking uh, about two things, talking about if this is going to be a, a publicly accessible building and it's going to have all of these great uh, things and not just be an arena, but be an event center for Cal- and a gathering space for Calgarians. We've got to go talk to them about what that looks like. On the other side of that is uh, the terms of the deal. Um, I think that, uh, you know, there's obviously confidentiality needed in any conversation with the Flames, and I respect that, and I think it's really, really important that those negotiations can happen uh, in confidence. That said, the terms of, uh, of any deal, I think, need to be put uh, not to Calgarians for a plebiscite decision, but there needs to be engagement, uh, and we need to get some feedback uh, from Calgarians on, on any final deal that, uh, uh, that comes back to Council. I think that's important.
1: Okay, so March 18th, uh, Council is set to meet. Are, are we likely to learn more at that point?
0: Well, you know, I've I, I just asked them to put a little sunshine on this. I think, um, you know, for us to, to have basically moved over a billion dollars of money from a number of accounts to one kind of bigger account, we need to let Calgarians know what those funding sources are and what it means. Um, you know, we've got... Uh uh we've got a tax problem in our downtown and we um we need to figure out uh better ways to support uh the business community through tax relief. Uh we have a very high uh residential to non residential tax ratio. We need to do work on that and um I think I, I fear that we've chewed up all a bunch of our capacity, uh financial capacity, uh to support all businesses in the city and it's something that I'll be interested in talking about on march
1: eighteenth. Indeed. And, and by the way, I wanted to ask you, there was a decision made yesterday about an issue that we've talked about, an issue in your ward, the concerns around the Sheldon Schumier Center and the supervised consumption site that is there. Yeah. Uh, it looks as though we're moving forward here on a, on a plan to to try to address those concerns. Maybe some of them are already being addressed. So what's the latest on that?
0: Yeah, a number of those concerns have been addressed. We've seen significant increases in police presence uh, uh, healthcare workers are taking a, a more active role in and around the adjacent community. Listen, mental health and addictions is a complex problem, uh, and it's uh, it, it's not a simple task. This is the work that they're doing at the Schumer is an important uh, pillar in in our mental health and addictions work. But that said, it can't happen at the expense of the neighborhood. And I've spent my whole entire life in the Beltline, and um, um, I've seen it go, go from a bit of a rough and tumble place in the '90s to 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 one of the best uh, best kind of downtown neighbourhoods uh, in Canada, and uh, we don't want to lose that. Uh, the safety of the neighbours and businesses operating a- around the Schumer um, um, should not uh, happen um, at the expense of, of, the, of the health and wellness of, of supporting the people that we need to support, and uh, it's not an either-or proposition as far as I'm concerned, and Council, uh, I think uh, rightly, uh, approved some money to in- increase uh, increase some of those that security in and around the neighbourhood.
1: And, and where's that money coming from?
0: So that money is coming from council had put aside uh, fifteen million dollars to work on um, uh, a mental health and addiction strategy. So it's coming out
1: of that money. All right, but as you say, I mean there has been an increased police presence, uh, other support teams as well, and is that starting to make a difference? Do you think?
0: yeah I mean it has, and again it 's anecdotal feedback we 'll see the monthly police stats when they come back but um, from uh, i mean i I have my ear pretty close to the ground in that neighborhood we 're starting to hear some positive feedback. Uh, police have come back and talked to us about uh, the increased presence that they 're undertaking and 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 then some of the money that we 're going to look at is is investing in uh, improved security uh, in a number of of different actions that I outlined in my notice of motion there from last
1: month. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for now. Councillor Woolley, thanks so much for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Rob. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge,
1: starting at 1230
0: on News Talk 770 Calgary.